0: Alrighty, hello everybody do you know i just had a revelation and this is gonna be really weird i suddenly realize now why i clap before like introducing myself in real life and it's because i've stolen it from people that do videos online and the clap is supposed to sync their audio with their visual that is correct but i didn't make that connection until literally as we were trying to set up the audio for um for this podcast um with that Welcome, welcome back to the Anime Trending Podcast. I am your host, James, and I am joined by three fabulous guests who you've all probably heard before.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Gracie uh, hopping... Well, actually, while Girl Talk is on hiatus still because Agnes fled the country, uh, We, I am sitting here.
2: <laughs> I think we're going to have to need some more context with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need, gonna need oh, just just grammar we, clarification. Just, Did I I just drop hear? it and just not...
3: We, no, we just, just leave it at yeah, us. Yeah, just leave Agnes it did the
2: I'm,
1: I'm not saying anything else. My lips are sealed. This is her story did to I tell. Hear you... <laughs> Continue. Yeah, it's her did story
3: I... All we know is wait, she wait, fled
0: wait. the country. Real quick, though. Did I hear you say fleed instead of fled?
1: Oh, yes, you did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> for shame. Well,
1: I am a writer, guys. Anyway. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: this is Nico. All right. And if, you, if this is your first time uh, hearing us, then uh, thanks. Thanks for tuning in, I guess
3: and i'm quok no other info wow, just, that's <laughs> just that's it that's it it's been a busy i mean it's always a busy week What am i kidding
0: it, yeah when is it not busy for you but nick brings up a good point uh if this is your first time listening thank you and also i'm sorry uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh i i have now since recently assuming the role of perennial host um at least I think I'm using that word correctly. I, I just assumed that everyone's been listening for a while now, or like regular listeners. Uh, and so this very casual, off-the-cuff kind of introduction, I promise you were pseudo-professionals, even if we don't sound like it.
3: It's funny so, because the bulk of you, well, you and Nick in particular joined because we had to do stuff at conventions, and you had to be really professional for that. Ultra-professional. Professional to the point of paranoia about word choice. It's fantastic, and also how we dress. Yes, who needs coffee when you have anxiety? And Gracie um, was our residential uh, expertise in ensuring that we were properly, uh, properly. What's the term? Wore the proper yeah, I words. Wearing the proper attire that we were, we were occasion, decked period. out in the appropriate wardrobe. Was, Bad news, Gracie. i was I still the don't fashion police. Just myself. put
1: it that way. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's sure. a better way to word it. Yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, I appreciate it though. Half the time I would like try to get a new wardrobe for my con outfit. I would obtain it and then someone would go, that's not a you look. And I'd be like, dang, I wish you <laughs> told me, you know, two weeks ago before I paid money for this. Um, Alas, some things are just not meant to be. Now I think I have a pretty solid setup, which funnily enough, basically just is from the thrift store. Anyway, but we are not talking about cons today. We are talking about the new I was about to say the news. Uh the new anime that are coming out for the fall twenty twenty one season. It's Woo. that time of year. You know, once once every quarter we get a new suite of shows. And is so we had it's a lot, yeah, which is which is good. Uh because well it's good as far as like variety. Um anime industry related stuff we can hold off of to another podcast. Uh or we've already covered it, who knows? But anyway, we had a poll uh, a couple, what, two weeks ago? A
3: week ago? Um, That is correct. uh, Technically, it launched two weeks ago with the results that came out this past Sunday. Yeah, this past Sunday. Uh, And so we
0: kind of got a look at what everybody in the anime trending community is looking forward to as far as shows that are coming out. And we have an article, which I'll link in the description, that shows uh, the top 30 most anticipated Shows and so we all took a look at that. We looked at the shows that we were looking forward to, and we've now decided to kind of, you know, talk about the ones we're looking forward to. I've used "looking forward to" like three times. I need better word choice. Uh, long story. Highly short, anticipated. Highly anticipated. We are anime fans too, and so we're looking again. The phrase we like shows shows coming out. Huzzah! Let's all have a good time and talk about shows we like. So. Uh, with that, oh, uh, before we do that, though, uh, the news, the news, the news, the news. Find it, yeah, there we go, thank you, Nick, finding the shows that you're excited for and the ones you're sleeping on. Because not all of us are omnipotent, or omnipresent, so we can't know everything about every show, so we get to kind of check on each other. Uh, and we'll also go over the top ten, uh, Currently
3: airing shows, shows that are wrapping up, I believe. We have the uh, no, the top, ten, the top ten from the anticipated from the article.
0: Oh, okay. The the anticipation yes. poll. Yeah, no. I'll go, I'll run over the top ten of that. Absolutely. Excellent. Thank you. Um, I wouldn't. I worked kind hard of... on that article. No, okay. I, it was like
3: two paragraphs
0: of work. That's more than I do. Sometimes my articles are a paragraph because it's just a press release. But anyways, we have some news, uh, some of which is. Interesting, and some of which is extraordinarily cursed. Um, (laughs) So, the news that I was reminded of earlier today by one of the other uh, members of the anime circles I rotate in is that High Dive is leaving Verve, uh, like, the day after we're recording this. It was announced a couple weeks ago, um, but it's actually happening now. So...
3: This affects those who are in North America, or I, I don't I think North America, United States, essentially, Verb was a platform created by Crunchyroll, where it had other channels involved. Uh, previously had the Funimation channel, Crunchyroll, obviously, Rooster Teeth, um, and a bunch of just other animation stuff, or like, series, high dive. Uh It had like, some Frederator things. Yeah, Frederator, thank you, that
0: one. Uh, also some like, live action stuff, like Shudder, I think, was a was yeah. like horror themed channel. Mm-hmm. Um it oh, well. was it was kind of trying to be a stream, like a, a conglomerate streaming service that kind of has a little bit of everything, but focusing mostly on like the, the
3: anime kind of geek nerd niche. And essentially high dive was part of that verve thing once Funimation got bought by Sony and pulled out of that partnership. So now that is owned by Funimation, or soon to be, I think it's already pending. It's already been approved by uh, federal regulators here in the United States. Hide has decided to exit, and I guess focused on their own platform, which is the Hide Dive.
0: Which I mean, I guess makes sense. the The future of Verve is a little uncertain. Uh, it definitely with, with is the, with all the recent acquisitions. So. But uh, yeah, so that's that's happening. I would say that I am heartbroken, but I didn't actually use Verve for anything other than just a slightly nicer Crunchyroll player, and now the Crunchyroll beta has, like, the good player again, so... Thank God. I just go back to using the Crunchyroll app. Um, oh, also offline viewing is super convenient. That's one of the things I like the Verve app for. Uh, that was really nice. But anyway, uh, second piece of news that I was just informed of, like... 20 minutes before we were recording. Not even 20 minutes before we were recording. 20 minutes before, as I'm speaking right now into the microphone.
3: Uh, collaboration. <laughs> Nick, it's your favorite anime <laughs> and video game. This is,
2: this is unironically. Yes, yeah, it, it is my favorite anime right now. I mean, <laughs> based on the most recent episode, there's one more episode left. And it comes
3: out tomorrow. <laughs> oh, so my. We, we have an article about this. is actually being written as a recording. Uh, players unknown battlegrounds mobile PUBG PUBG in japan has started a collaboration with higurashi which is yep. hilarious because we're looking at this artwork and the first thing i think nick and james said this had to be fake it looks like looks like a bad photoshop job because the <laughs> art style is so different I, I just guess... because yeah because the background is very realistic i don't know what it could be though like is it just
2: the characters as skins or like i guess they have to just use the iconic baseball bat as a weapon but like i i didn't play pudgy that much but i don't think a melee baseball bat's gonna get you anywhere (laughs) it's not gonna get you to the to the victory royale there we go across the
3: streams um based on the initial google translation it's a voice card so the different characters will do voices i guess oh
2: my god fungible. that is the funniest thing because like when i'm imagining killing someone i'm kind of imagining <laughs> a voice card playing like sadoko's like oh ho, 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 like oh like god. i just want to hear ready that nipa like as you every- brain yeah like actually weapon. like nipa and oh ho, 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 like. Or or when when, when Rena says, uh, "Kawaii," but like she drops a lot of the, the syllables, so she's like Kawa, kawaii,
3: Oh my gosh, that's gonna be it's, terrible. It's, that's it's really just so funny. funny. Like the most oh my cursed gosh. stuff. Uh, our writers are currently working on it, and he understands Japanese more than I do, so he'll give the details, so we'll include the link in the description <laughs> when that gets announced. Yeah. Is this what's well, going to get cursed. me to
2: reinstall PUBG after, like, five years? Uh, probably Yeah, it's probably
3: not. Japan only, though, Oh, okay, so. never mind. Oh,
0: well. never mind. Thank goodness, you've dodged a bullet, Nick. For now. <laughs> For now. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, D4DJ is currently in the middle of its uh, Hololive collaboration, and I oh, remember... Yeah. When the uh the English server was being launched, they're like, Heads up, not all the collaboration stuff's gonna transfer over because we couldn't get all the rights negotiated. And one of the things that they were unsure about was the HoloLive collab. So like all the players that uh migrated their their Japanese accounts over to the English game, uh, lost all their HoloLive stuff. Ooh. And then and then now they're like, Oh, we got the licensing all worked out, so here's the HoloLive event again Which for me is like neat. Uh, but for some people, they're super angry because Wait, they wailed means... super hard on oh, JP. So they lost and it. lost it all. And they have to get it back. They have to oh, get it back? No. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't start a riot. Are you kidding me? Oh my I'm god. I'm surprised. I mean, it's a small minority of people because as 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 much as like D4DJ is a very cool game and I enjoy playing it a lot, the player base didn't really explode until after the anime series came out and the English, game, mm-hmm. the English version of the game got released because it's very similar to, like, playing uh, Japanese Fate Grand Orders. Like, okay, you gotta make a second account. You gotta make a Japanese iTunes account. You gotta download it. You gotta do all the extra stuff. You gotta learn how to read real good. Um, really good. And this, that, and the other thing.
3: Uh, so, well, it's least, a small group. but at least it's it, not it's Genshin Impact like, level right now. You know, I don't even follow that briefly. Oh, okay. So, the Genshin
0: Impact thing, I'm laughing because I don't play. Uh, and also because I play Fate Grand Order. And so the the whole thing is like the anniversary of the game i think was like this week or something and miHoYo didn't like do anything like crazy for it, like no big anniversary celebration or whatever and so fans are just angry and so they've been like review bombing the game and they've been review bombing like other apps on like the google play store and including other places. google
3: classroom <laughs> google classroom yeah <laughs> and so they're they're just super mad uh, uh, keep in mind i looked into the details more what is happening is when you complete stuff i don't know the full details on how you get to the reward but once you complete something whether it's a their battle pass version or some quest you get entered into a lottery and you have a 10 percent chance to win five dollars worth of the in-game currency essentially and that's what pissed off a lot of people that's it yeah that's it that's that's yeah that is pretty so as somebody who
0: is as experienced the fanfare that accompanies the Fate grand order anniversaries like they have live streams they get voice actors and writers to come and do like panels they have an exclusive unit that comes out they have special banners they have a guaranteed five star like All this stuff, which they don't need to do, but they do it anyways because they know it gets the community hype, and also the anniversary unit that comes out is always broken and it prints money, and so I don't understand why miHoYo didn't do the same thing and just release like a new gacha banner to celebrate the anniversary
3: and just rake in the cash as everybody wails for it. And I'm surprised a little bit too, last tangent, because for a lot of mobile games, they always celebrate when you reach thousand of uh, downloads, milestones, or anniversaries or major events just because it's kind of synonymous with real life. Like in Japan, if it's a festival, or even here in North America, we got a Thanksgiving banner, albeit it wasn't Thanksgiving super Thanksgiving banner, special. 8 million downloads, yeah. campaign,
0: all sorts of stuff, yeah.
3: But then for MiHoYo, which is based in China, they're known to have a lot of festivals and holidays, so I was surprised. However... I am cutting them some slack here. That a lot of people may not realize. China just recently, or at least the Chinese government, has recently passed an ordinance from um, not allowing kids under eighteen or seven under seventeen yeah, to play video games, including mobile Anti-gamer games, laws. unless it's like what for two hours on Friday or something like that. So, truly, gamers are the most depressed people now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's because Mihoyo is freaking out trying to resolve that because the game came from China and now you I would lose. Be surprised if it's damage control. Exactly, you lose. A substantial market, what do you do next? And cry, at, I mean, no, well, not just that, they're a big company with a couple thousand employees now. So, well, yeah. we shall see fun stuff for sure. We shall,
0: anyway. Uh, that's our news segment. Um, do 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 the news. Uh, oh, if we had the rights, I would 100% had the Cowboy go do 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 Oh, no, I'm not thinking about Tank, I'm actually thinking about a totally unrelated um soundboard bite from a different podcast. I thought it Oh yeah, it's it it's hard when you can't mimic the exact like. We'll Tell- have one soon. I think I
2: know what you're Some talking about. Happen. It's like the the news report like it sounds like a telegram. yeah It yeah, does. Yeah, so telegram like the Morse code but, like beep, 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 but also yeah. like tank. Anyway, I
0: Yeah, tank. apologies in advance uh well there's your problem who probably doesn't listen to this podcast but I I'm shamelessly stealing bits and pieces of your podcast cause I admire it. Anyway, Something about uh, imitation being the purest form of flattery. Um, anyway, top ten. Let's let let's talk about these shows, why don't we? So I've got the article up right now, and I could spend the entire podcast going over through the top 30. I'm just going to stick with the top ten, and then if we cover any shows uh, from our own individual lists that don't fall within the top ten and fall somewhere out between like 11 and 30, then I'll mention the, the ranking but our uh, most anticipated anime for fall 2021 starts with in first place uh, Mushoku Tensei Jobless Reincarnation part 2 in second place is Komi can't communicate third place is 8686 Second Core fourth place is Tact OP. Destiny <laughs> Oh man <laughs> this is I, the name Oh uh, yes I, I know this name This <laughs> is truly it, it reminds me of, like, how one of the, how like, dot hack. It's like, okay, yeah, you have to say dot even though it's a period. Mm-hmm. Um, fifth place is Mieruko-chan. Sixth place is Blue Period. Seventh place is Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba Entertainment District Arc. Eighth place is Platinum End. Ninth place is The World's Finest Assassin Gets Reincarnated in Another World as an Aristocrat.
3: And tenth place is World Ends Harem. Quick note for Demon Slayer. The poll came out this like literally a day after they announced Demon Slayer technically entertainment dish arc, which is season two will begin in December. But in the meantime, there will be a seven episode edition of Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba Mugen Train. So essentially the movie will now be broken into seven episodes with new scenes and I believe new music from Lisa. that be interesting. Yeah, it'll be very interesting. So, Leading up to the seven weeks, we'll then have Entertainment District arc, and that will qualify under our because Attack on Titan came on December last year. It will move on to our Winter 2022 season instead.
0: Oh,
3: okay. Just because it won't finish by the time the year ends, we oh, yeah. won't have our awards. So that's some of the technicality part. But
0: I think it's super. I think it's super weird that they're doing like Mugen Train as like a series
3: because I thought the movie was a pretty good. Adaptation of that arc. It was, but I think they're just doing this just to get people to know the story. Because one of the problems that does happen with a lot of series that have movie sequels Mm -hmm. and then continue, like Maiden Abyss, for instance, is is gonna go through that, but they did adapt season one season one into two movie parts, so that helps. Yeah. Um an example would be free. Oh yeah, of course um free iwatobi swim club they had an issue where i believe between season two and three they made a movie so a lot of people went into season three being like wtf are these characters yeah, where even, did they come not from? even just
1: movies but like even ovas because uh food wars oh yeah the, mm-hmm. i think it was the second and the third season there was actually a pretty important ova or three ova episodes that covered quite a bit and people definitely felt like something happened between season two and three because they didn't realize that these OVA episodes actually had quite a bit of an impact, so.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the, the, it's way easier to get the series f- distributed more than the movie. I think that's just mm-hmm. like the long and short of it. Yeah, so that's what they're Especially doing. Especially since but... Mugen Train came out in the pandemic.
3: It did. Um, so, hey, at least it's, they're streaming, so ta-da. Yay, streaming. Just makes it we live and us. die by streaming at this we, point
0: here. Academy we we Academy. do. <laughs> Could you imagine going back to the old anime like release where it's like, "Oh boy, the VHS tape came <laughs> in the mail." Oh my god. Literally That's not uh, like
2: that. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure we I lived live our like lives that. with the yellow subs.
3: <laughs> for me we, it was a we... YouTube part 1 out of, out of yeah, 15, YouTube part yeah. 1 through 4. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Those different parts back then. Yep. But so, yeah, a lot of this. Sh- I don't. Are any of us watching Bujoku Tensei? Because I don't think either of us. Any of us are. <laughs> I. Yeah, I, oh, okay. I um, Yeah.
1: I. I. Yeah. Remember, I was really angry about it in the first season. I think I've actually since having had time to calm down and look back at it at like a more professional eye instead of like more personal feelings like when i first watched i do honestly think it's a very solid series it's just um and uh there are plenty of other youtube reviewers who actually pointed it out for example uh connie pie even like it was a very brief note in his video about x arm if we remember that um but it was in a very brief sentence in Hmm. x arm where he's like if you can stand the protagonist the series is amazing And uh, Mother's Basement actually made a really good analytical video about it, basically saying, like, here are all the things that really work for this series. But I have to admit, like, I cannot safely say that I would ever recommend this anime to anyone just because, yes, the protagonist is just so terrible at the beginning. But he's like, at the same time, to just to just ignore all the other stuff in there that makes it work would also do it a disservice and
0: yeah it's, it's really not pretty. just
1: pretty i have to With say so i i'm my main comment is go watch mother's basement video about it because it's not just pretty there there are other characters in there that are, that are actually extraordinarily well written he made a really good point which is all the female characters are extremely fleshed out and complex. And he's like, which is actually more than you can ask for a lot of other isekai genres, which I 100% agree with. And then he also points out the fact that the anime is one of the few ones that show the more subtle effects of uh, male privilege and male power has in their society that other animes tend to just completely skip over that he's really impressed on. And I was like, wow, like now that you pointed it out, I can see it when, Because before, I was just so overwhelmed with being angry at the protagonist. I missed all these other stuff. And so, thanks to his video and me being able to take a break and take a step back and look at it, I see what makes it so special and so good now. So, uh, believe it or not, I'm actually looking forward to the second part. So,
2: (laughs) (laughs) I need to... i need to show you or maybe like recommend Sayakano, because i feel like that has the same vibe of something that like um where you you're watching it where um i think on the surface level it it almost feels like it's unwatchable it's just like don't like harem anime but it kind of does that idea like Mushoku kutensen where it is actually showing a lot of interesting ideas that other shows don't do it was almost like like that show was really hard to get through at the beginning because i was like oh god it's a harem but then i was like wait no this is actually really enjoyable For Mm,
1: yeah Mm -hmm. no that does sound like it yeah and i i actually touched briefly on it as well in one of the girl talk episodes where isabel also watched it and it was the same thing for her is well thankfully because she actually knew about the problem with the protagonist she was actually able to sort of like Zone him out, yeah, Muscle and zone threat. him out, and pay more attention to the other details. And she was like, "Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that makes this anime really good. It's just the protagonist." And so, um, but
2: hey, <laughs> anyway, I am. It's okay having yeah the the protagonist has to just at least get punished or some other like like they're they're they're, they're written in a certain way you know where it's like there has to be reasons behind yeah. the Yes, yeah, so I
1: I'm ultimately about the the sum of the parts is greater, you know, so when mm-hmm. that's why yeah. I said when I took a step back and I was able to look at it on like a bird's eye view and with a more open mind and not so much personal, like personal anger at the protagonist. I'm like, yeah, this is a solid anime with solid stories and solid world building. So thus, I am looking forward to it.
2: <laughs> yeah, There we go.
0: Yeah, now zooming out gives you that perspective because that's why I was—I don't know when when the first season came out. I was like, yeah, okay. I I kind of knew what I was getting because I've I not to not to brag—you can't see—but I'm pushing my glasses up my face. Um, I have read the translated web mm. novel, so I had gotten like the entire story from beginning to end before um before like the anime even got like announced, see, like I the adaptation got announced. So when people were like. Where, yeah, it, where, where people were, like, freaking out at the beginning. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that was a thing. Sorry, I was too busy getting wrapped up in the mm-hmm. rest of the story. Because it, it does get kind of written out after after a certain amount of time. Or it just becomes this, like, low background rumble that is, like, gets brought up to be like, yeah, this was a thing. But mm-hmm. there's yeah. bigger fish to fry. Anyway uh admittedly though i have not actually watched the first season of the anime because it came out and i was busy and then i'm really bad at picking up shows once they've already started so this is why brand new slate you know new new set of shows uh, and one of those shows that i plan on watching and it looks like quox also got this down uh is number
3: two on the list Comey can't communicate yeah I'm so excited i'm looking for forward one. to it i have the manga right next to me i think volume one the three it's a fun series um, it's
0: an interesting series and i remember the jokes on the internet about like "Oh right. man, how are they going to adapt this to an anime because literally the like folk when one of the main characters of the series her entire shtick is that she basically <laughs> doesn't
3: talk that's what i wondered too and then yet they obviously they still needed voice actors for it so that's the funny part um well is it is ali Poga that.
1: who's voicing the titular komi And if uh, if Kaguya sama has shown us anything, is Aoi Koga can make very cute and like different noises. noises. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs)
1: Um, I'm also watching this one. It it looks cute, it looks really pretty, and I'm not expecting too much of it aside from the fact that it's probably feel good and cute and funny. So.
0: Yeah, it's it's feel nose. good. Mm-hmm. Um and also if you understand Japanese, if you have a very good grasp of the language, you also get a good time um with all the character names because they're basically all puns.
1: Oh, yeah, I I'll probably need to ask my roommate about this. She always she's the one who helps me out with the pun names, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, like the main the the our main male character, his name roughly translates to just literally just some dude. <laughs> some dude. Yeah, I believe like so. Like that guy. For instance, that, that basically is because his name is um
3: tada no hito hito so it's like tada like yeah that dude over there basically (laughs) or that person over there (laughs) that's
1: pretty funny yeah
3: (laughs) um so it's funny it's same thing too with what it's shoko komi and it's in like communication in a way and then she also has a brother which we'll reveal later um Um, and then the childhood character his name
0: or their name is literally just childhood friend
1: ah yeah. uh, very clever very clever oh that yeah, is really exciting fun. though i will have to say like i'm like i know that's a non-binary character and so i was like i'm pretty excited about that so
3: yeah <laughs> very fun to see. and the manga handles it. it really well so i'm gonna assume the anime does it similarly
1: mm.
3: and um, here's the funny thing this is the same studio that's worked on pretty much the bulk of the pokemon movies olm oh! <laughs> So I'm sorry, not just the bulk of it, including the OG from from 1997. So (laughs) this studio, and also your guys' cult favorite uh, Odd Taxi. Um, Oh, yeah. So this studio is really fascinating. I have not had the chance to 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 digest like what they do a lot of because obviously there's different. They do Odd Taxi. Yeah, they made Odd Taxi, and now Komi can't communicate. Um, But they also do a ton of Pokemon. I think they're doing Restaurant to Another World Season 2 as well. So Mm -hmm. it's definitely different teams and their involvement. Um, Really looking forward. I hope we get the chance to talk to them because I'd love to see how that works for a company that's, you know, essentially thrived and worked on Pokemon almost every day, right? To now pick up a pretty well-received Shonen title. Is it it Shonen Jump? I believe it's Shonen Jump. double check. It's one of those manga magazines. It's one of movies. the major manga magazines, and yeah, Viz Media. Okay, Viz Media picked it up weekly. Oh, Shogaku Gun's Weekly Shonen Sunday. That's the the series. But Netflix picked up the streaming rights to this, and we're finally out of Netflix shows. We talked in other podcasts, except we do get a two week delay. Otherwise, you know the world's gonna get to see the anime almost around as same time as Japan. So I'm very excited to see how this goes. I gotta get a Netflix account. Oh, man. All right.
0: Uh, Oh, also, you opened the forbidden box uh, and reminded me that Odd Taxi exists. Here's my 30-second Odd Taxi news. Uh, Huzzah. (laughs) We cleared the 3,000-set goal, and now they've sold over 4,000 sets. Wait, it's over 4,000 already? They've sold over 4,000, and they're thinking about adding, about, like, what extra goodies they can add, because they set like the highest hurdle and then we proceeded to just I'm smash definitely it.
2: considering buying it now that it's at that threshold because I think it comes with an Otakawa figure
3: because yes. yeah, originally now, yeah. the price I,
2: tag is what like 250 us
3: roughly it's not bad shipping. if I mean it's 200 plus 2,000 uh, 1,000 yen shipping which is $10 roughly yeah and it Anyway, yeah, I think a lot of people were holding off to see if it would creep
0: up to the 3,000 mark, and then once that happened, they're like, okay, cool, we're just gonna all get it. Um, which is weird from, like, a psychological standpoint, because if you've got so many people waiting for it to happen before they buy, then, some t- you know, it might not have ever actually reached that threshold. Um, which is why you need weirdos like me to be like, what is this, the ground floor? I'll take two. Anyway. I took um, three. You got, th- Jesus. got three. Jesus. You did. uh moving back on to to anime that haven't started as opposed to anime that have already finished uh Part three, or third on the list is 8686 Second Core. Um, Gracie, you're going to watch that, right?
1: Oh, 100%. I'm so excited for the second core. The first core absolutely blew me away. I I know, uh, Nick, you've held reservations towards it, but I really and I, I already wrote a whole analytical article about it. I really do think this anime takes one of the most nuanced looks at privilege and discrimination that I've seen um, in anime because, you know, I've talked about it in my article how anime tends to do something that all media and all stories like to do, which is make the discriminatory people so ridiculously and obviously bad and mean, and that is discrimination. And 8686 completely turns that on the head by having the protagonist embody that sort of subtle discrimination. And not only does she, like, have to apologize to the people that she unknowingly, like, subconsciously discriminated, but she gets called out badly. And those people, the 86 people in the squad unit, they're the ones, like, they never apologize for the fact that they called her out because they're like, we deserved to call you out sort of thing. It's just, there's so many great things about it. And I'm just so excited for the second core. It's, like, it's definitely with especially with how it ended i it like i get riled up just about
2: it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm definitely coming down to like you, you're you probably gonna hear gracie like in like a week or two like my reaction is i just speed through it i'll just be like
1: oh gosh
2: like when to get right up to this point because i think like hearing some of the themes about um that it addresses is incredibly interesting for um me
1: mm-hmm. i think yeah. that was i def- only
2: watched oh, oh go on Oh, so I'm
0: I'm only like nine episodes into the first season because I was watching it while I was doing a bunch of like traveling around at the time, mm-hmm. uh, to, for like housing and things. So I was a bit distracted and couldn't keep up,
1: yeah, necessarily. Yeah, yeah. No. But
0: uh, it is it is still one of the more nuanced, like one of the most nuanced takes I've seen on it. Uh, which I really enjoyed. I just wish the name wasn't so stupid.
2: I "86" yeah, twice. I twice. That, twice. Yeah. It's just called "86." Like mm-hmm. it's "86." Like, it, oh, it's... another
1: another interesting thing about "8686" is something like a bit of Twitter drama. Just <laughs> as a little add-in, so the uh, the writer for "8686" light novel series is a woman, and essentially some of the fan or a good chunk of the light novel fans found out while the anime was airing that it was a woman who was writing these series. And there was a whole big thing on Twitter where all these like fans were like, what? Female authors can write fight sequences and novels and stuff like that. (laughs) Oh
2: my! (laughs) Oh, like rancid (laughs) takes. And it it turned
1: into a really (laughs) big thing, and then like, and so you see, and it was like you actually see in Japanese, and people were translating it because they're like, this is really fascinating. Because you see all these Japanese tweets going like, "What? Like, women authors know how to write fight scenes," and then like other Japanese tweets were playing back being
3: like, "Did you forget Full Metal Alchemist?" This brotherhood was written by a woman <laughs> i was about to woman. say that as it has like like <laughs> people forget <laughs> people are dumb uh, <laughs> that includes my God. us by the way we are also dumb people all right Welcome. Well, well uh,
2: this is a great transition to talk about Heike's story, though. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah! Oh, so Naoko Yamada. So it's so already good. got a couple episodes out for this It's season. already got a couple episodes it's out. It's not on the list outside of the top ten. It's, it's ranked 20th 20, place. Y'all are sleeping on this show. It's Science Saru, for God's sakes. Please, uh, please,
1: please don't sleep on this show.
2: This show's this, this, so good.
1: The three episodes have been amazing. I, like, I basically spent my... Uh, my cooking time my hour of cooking on a like emotional high because of how much oh, I enjoy yeah. the episode <laughs> like I was humming and seeming and like just dancing around the kitchen because of how like excited I am about the series because it's like I like talked about already in the group chat but I'm ner- I'm a nerd but my nerd comes in three folds there's one fold which is like my history nerd part because I love reading about history and this is a historical, uh it's a historical fantasy ish. Historical fiction. Yeah, historical yeah. fiction with a drop of uh magical realism in there. And so whenever these historical figures pop up, I'm just like, oh, I know this one! I know this character. <laughs> I know it's gonna be important, sort of thing. And so that's my history nerd getting like really excited. And then I'm I talk about this a bajillion times, but I write on the side, and so. I also look at things analytically when it comes to writing, so I'm a writing nerd, and the way that they fold the narrative into another narrative while making it culturally, uh, culturally, like, just culturally entrenched in Japanese history, I was just like, oh, this is such good writing, like, just the process of it the way that they fit into each other stuff so then it's like my writing nerd gets excited and then there's my actual anime nerd where it's just like I am emotionally involved and stuff like that I want to know what's going to happen the plot and that is without a doubt the same case so it's like all three levels of my nerdiness is just getting stimulated (laughs) so
3: Um, You're gonna have a great time this season because the screenwriter is Sureiko Yoshida, and she's also working on Blue Period. Oh,
1: um, uh, what mm-hmm.
3: a what
0: a oh that's not actually. But I was gonna be like, what a great segue into the next thing. But it uh, Blue Period is sixth, but I don't know if actually anybody's watching.
2: Uh, four and five is anybody watching Tact Op. Destiny? I, I yeah. wasn't until I saw it was Madhouse. I I think the name is dumb, but like if I can get over that.
3: It's probably gonna be cool. Okay. I'm i watching am it. just yeah. because it's a powerhouse powerhouse between well i know some people have opinions about calling Mopa powerhouse and madhouse to this day but it's a collaboration between the two mm-hmm. and
1: oh i'm just I'm watching it because it has it. like it's using music as a sort of power and i think my favorite part is the fact that he's literally conducting and the powers is in relation yeah. to his conducting. And I was, uh, or I was a violin player. I learned the violin since I was five years old. And I was in orchestra basically my entire life until orchestra was not a thing anymore because I went to college. Ah,
0: band nerd.
1: Oh, yeah, I was an orchestra nerd. But essentially... um, (laughs) Oh, even worse. So essentially with, like, the conducting as a form of, like, instructing power and stuff, I was just drooling over it and so <laughs> definitely on my watch list so.
0: i feel like the i feel like with the number of shows that you end up watching every season the 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 mark should be more of what aren't you watching gracie
1: yes that is true which is funny because the fifth one is one that i'm not watching so we actually reached one
0: <laughs> there we go uh
3: chan which looked kind of neat before we go to that you're gonna okay. like taco p destiny because you want to know who's composing the composing of, of music music who Oh, uh, just tell me. Don't Yoshihiro tell me Ike. Ike. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> your that's favorite. That's good. I like okay.
0: his composition. Before, like before
3: we move on to the next one, I realize we never touched on some of the show's, like, premise. So, Komi Kankuni is a slice of life, takes place in school, and deals with a socially ang- anxious high schooler. Eighty Six, Eighty Six is sci-fi, correct? It's,
0: Am I wrong? It's really... Sci-fi, it's war, fantasy. fantasy. It's yeah, fantasy. It's it's fantasy. World, so.
3: And talk OP destiny's um not post-apocalyptic but it deals with some monsters that attack earth and i believe they're traveling throughout america in like 2050 or something Ooh, so america. it's a road trip yeah there, it's a road I'm, trip. i'm in america. looking forward to how
0: road trip across america absolutely. i think so
3: yeah their okay, aim is I'm to travel to... to new york apparently
0: oh uh, okay. new york <laughs> um i i am looking forward to how they portray america um, it'll be because fine. It's either, a like, really well done, <laughs> based on the I mean, setting. A-
2: <laughs> Have you driven through Nevada? It's just nothing. It's nothing there. Nevada is it's nothing.
0: Real. Okay. Nevada exists because Winnemucca is real. Winnemucca is the only redeeming quality of Nevada. No, Las Vegas is a den of is a den of gambling and sin, and it's way <laughs> too big for the natural like the natural resources nearby are not enough to support how support large the Las is, Vegas. Yeah,
3: that's true. <laughs> Moving on.
0: Yeah, I'll get off my my infrastructure horse real quick. Uh yeah, chan is about it's a it's a ghost. It look I only looked at it very briefly, but it's like ooh, spooky things and as somebody who likes spooky shows, even if it's done in a comedic way, I I
3: still love it. Mm-hmm. this is fun because it follows um i believe her name is miracle but it's just a girl from the synopsis um she just can see all these ghosts and hideous monsters and has to navigate the world but no one else can so as a result it's horror supernatural but there's a comedy twist which i know a lot of people are really excited for when when this first announced a lot of people were very very excited on social media and the news site as well
2: yeah, I think, I i'm think just watching the premise it because sounds really the interesting
3: i'd actually go to watch it because the
2: thing is is that comedy and horror um are actually kind of the same genre in a lot of ways like yeah not not really hot takes. Is... the main thing is that it <laughs> has to have a build-up to some sort of punchline whether or not it's like like in a horror movie it's just the tension building up in like the the spooky scary moment or in this case it might just be like to a really funny joke um you have to have like that rising tension to a falling action yeah um i think that makes it go really well so i'm actually kind of curious about this one because like uh just just again horror like I'm james kind of knows just the times we spent in darker than deck where we would just like watch horror shows and like actually kind of laugh at some of them because of just how they like, <laughs> like they were just genuinely funny in some parts like without like making fun of the show it was just like I was uncomfortable and laughing but also it was done well that I was like that was simultaneously hilarious and horrifying it's a weird I space, enjoy yeah Yeah, exactly Yamishibai which this is my like 30 second tangent so over the weekend James I found out so we started watching uh, my friends um we started watching like nine seasons worth of the Yamishibai. At least the openings and endings and, like, the lore in Yamishibai is wild. Like... I know, like, seasons... I've, I know the
0: openings uh, and endings, if I still remember them vaguely, for, like, seasons one through five, and you could tell there was, like, a progression happening with the masked... so good I think my favorite is the is the reveal I think in season 4 I think where it's like child version of him we'll have a Yamishibai podcast episode it'll be a bonus episode or something don't worry we will the Yamishibai marathon followed by the Yamishibai podcast I don't know Kagewani was also pretty good, <laughs> yeah anyway um, but yeah, spooky comedy it the set up the same way, so I'm looking forward to it um i i here's the funny thing I keep saying I'm looking forward to stuff and I, yeah that, that phrase is really played out, but I want to watch so many shows and when it all comes down to it, I think I usually only watch like four. If that. There's a
3: lot. There's a lot to watch.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's okay. important Just to slowly to try. Work your everything way else. until
1: you're like me. You're watching 15 anime a season. It'll be fine. Everything's fine, James. No thanks. I choose life.
0: <laughs> um, sixth place, Blue Period. Ah, yes,
3: Blue Period. Culture. It's yeah, honestly, Yachtical. culture. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm beyond excited um, for this. <laughs> it's. I have. It's part of me, uh, I have not read the manga. I have three volumes of it with me, and it's there on standby in the event I just cannot hold back. But I mean, it's it's checked off all the marks. I, we've talked about. I believe we talked about. it. Gracie did a really good job explaining the series um, last podcast episode of just how we had this studious student that's just getting all A's. His Name is Yatora, I believe. Um, and now he finds. Life. He's bored. But then he finds art, which he's not... At least he finds there's a whole world behind that, too. Well, yes,
1: because art, or just like a lot of other sub- subjective things, imperfection actually makes things better. So, if anything, it's a bit of a challenge for him because of that fact. So,
3: <laughs> Absolutely. So, this is also going to be released on Netflix. This one, we have less of a holdback. I believe we get it about a week after Japan. Mm-hmm um they did get it early in japan so i believe one episode is probably floating around uh in japan right now but we will be getting the first episode october 9th and i'm very very excited to to watch And i'm glad they're doing it weekly because this show would probably get buried if it was uh, locked behind a couple months out i believe the anime man I haven't watched uh, his video, but it was on the thumbnail on YouTube. He said the manga made him cry, and it's it's it looks like oh blue yeah. Period, uh, protagonist. period
1: is an award-winning manga. It was nominated for many of the manga awards, and I think it won one of them. I think it was the Taisho Manga Award that it won. Yes, so...
3: yes, I believe that's and correct. And if you guys and want a reference,
1: Astra Lost in Space was one of the mangas that won the Taisho Award, and Obviously, yeah. a lot of people on our page liked Astra Lost in Space, so expect that level of storytelling. Is what I was trying to say.
3: <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. Not much to say. I know what we're saying these are all amazing, but it, this one has a ton of support behind it. Yeah,
0: I'll I'll check it out. My one concern for me, at least personally, and if you talk with my if you talk with my sibling, uh, you will totally understand where I'm coming from. I don't get art. Um, I go to art museums and uh I'll, I'll put it this way uh based purely on like museum viewing time if you put my sister and i in the same art museum like if you're like all right this museum is open and you press a stopwatch i will finish my round of the museum in about two hours and be ready to go home she will literally stay until the museum closes
3: oh my
1: I, that's probably me.
3: <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm probably with you james i'd be done in two hours <laughs>
0: I, I like doesn't. looking at it, and there's occasionally a piece that like really like strikes a chord. But most of the time, it's like that looks cool, and then I'll yeah. read about it, and I'll be more interested in the history of the artist that was making it or the time period in which it was created than I am about the actual like paint on canvas. Anyway uh lucky number seven it's demon slayer kimetsu no yaiba entertainment district arc uh i will watch this because it's kimetsu no yaiba and all everybody else is going to watch it and it's going to look really pretty and the entertainment district arc kind of slaps
3: i've heard a lot of good things about it not to spoil too much but if you haven't watched demon slayer go check it out first 12, 24 episodes are out and you've got time before moving train tv anime comes out if you haven't seen the movie I believe yes, Crunchyroll and Funimation will be streaming this, and I want to say I, I-Q, Q-I, me, IQIYI is streaming it in Southeast Asia. I'll have to double check that. So plenty of plenty of time to just enjoy this incredible phenomenon.
0: Yeah, it's very much like a. Did you like the first season? cool watch more of it it's exactly. a more of the same kind of thing which absolutely you know, is, is good in
3: this case because demon slayer is very good it is very fun um i think they just yeah the title says it they go to the, the entertainment district arc Ooh, i mean yeah. inter- or i believe the japanese is like the red light district but it was interesting it's localization
0: the, i have to double t- it's they're in the taisho era so i don't know, I think it's called it's not the floating oh city. you're right it's maybe it might light. not be called that district.
3: then yeah um, thank you
0: Anyway, uh, I don't think anybody has written down that they're watching Platinum End, so
3: rest in peace, Platinum. No, I'm watching, um, it. But I'm just watching let- it. You're watching it? Excellent. Just, okay. Well, so you, you didn't put your name what down. What is on the Platinum
2: thing. End? That's like the, that's it is push. written
3: by the same authors behind Death Note, and apparently the protagonist I think, like, becomes an angel or meets an angel or something like that. Was, that's all I know it's behind it. It's
1: like a it. death survival sort of thing, again. Um. <clears throat> Essentially, um, yeah, it's a it's a death survival sort of story. Um essentially he there's like this battle and um and then he meets this angel and like the angel picks him to or the angel picks him to like be the chosen one and there's like twelve other chosen ones and whoever wins becomes the next god, essentially. So
0: That sounds like a thing I've experienced before in media so we'll see how that turns mm-hmm.
1: out uh
0: ninth place the most isekai title uh the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another world as an aristocrat
2: I, do we have to talk about it i think that's I, that's the show, the show. Like, that's, that's really the show i that's feel it. like, <laughs> like I, don't...
1: I uh congratulations I like, title you closed. did all these i would like to know that i am also watching this one but that's all i'll say <laughs>
0: Case yeah. closed.
3: Let's wrap it up, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, the, the notable thing is the things you're not watching, Gracie. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see, tenth place, world end, worlds end harem. I'm not
3: watching. I so
1: am not way. watching that one.
3: <laughs> I'm not watching that one either. But I will be following to see the hype. Beh- well, the supposed hype behind it, because it is an etchy harem uh, shown in so, title.
0: Yeah, and to and to clarify my position because I know some people will be like, "Well, the members of the podcast aren't watching." It goes to the title. No, 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 no. I've read some of the manga,
2: and I was <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I was
0: not entertained. Like I slogged through like a dozen chapters or something, and I was like, "Okay, I'm this is not this is not hooked me in. I'm not interested anymore." So I dropped it.
3: Huh. good to know.
0: Yeah, this was during my ravenous. Like I will read literally any garbage that you serve on a plate in front of me. And I had I have consumed some looking back some very bad show like manga like I've read a bunch of like very bad manga that like creatively bankrupt and all that other stuff but you know like a potato chip I just can't stop eating <laughs> um but even then worlds End harem just didn't seem to have anything that interested me not to well no exactly to talk poorly of it I'm not gonna watch it I don't think it's good I'm a little surprised
2: it got up as high as it did
1: well so the, the premise TV. actually
2: seems com like uh, maybe the PV. Oh uh, well say? the
1: PV showed a lot of sexy sexy scenes, and so I know it had a lot of interactions because of that.
3: Definitely a lot of uh sexy stuff. Well <laughs> I don't...
2: I yeah, I'm like, I think that's all it's going for, which surprisingly that sounds incredibly vanilla for the genre. Um it's not like it that it's but like then other shows historically have been trying to get crazier, like when you had um the, the monster one or something else Look yeah the bar is I, now I, set I don't want to talk any longer reviewers. but like I it, it just seems like a really really tired premise and the, the oh bar God, for like
0: edgy anime old. has now been set to uh it has to be so intense that your show gets removed from regular streaming and gets nice boated like that is Yeah exactly now. like it it's not it's not extreme
2: enough if it doesn't get nice voted Yeah <laughs> I so, hope
3: for those who do not know what we're talking about... Please we're talking don't take our words seriously, actually. Like
2: whoever has power to that, don't don't take that seriously. <laughs> Nobody <one laughs> <even laughs> with any modicum of
0: power is listening to this podcast. I know, but the dream. Anyway. Uh eleventh place is my senpai is annoying. This was a cute little webcomic. Uh I might watch it. It depends on how long the episodes are. I don't think it has the
3: we don't know yet i don't
0: don't know know. if we can fill out a 24 like 22 minute episode if they if they made these like 12 minute episodes i could see that
3: that's what i've heard it might be tough to do in 24 episodes but we'll see i hope they don't drag it on too long um yeah funimation announced they are streaming this so we'll find out more details soon all right uh
0: i'm getting in the chat that uh nick really really wants to talk about a show so why don't we Bro, this isn't even in the top 30. Come on, (laughs) man. It's not even
2: top 30. Because y'all are sleeping. It's Lupin the 3rd. I don't know why I have to explain why this is a good show. That's true. Holy cow. Uh.
0: I'll admit, I did not watch part five. I Um, actually
1: understand your pain because I'm a huge fan of another like old classic show, but in my case, it's a remake. But The Legend of the Galactic Heroes never scratches the surface on our charts, but I absolutely Uh, adore it. Oh my god, I
2: know. And this, the music is so good, like, I blast that like almost. Yeah, so I understand your pain and your frustration, Nick. That's what I want to say.
1: So,
2: I'm just like look <laughs> you gotta watch the good stuff and like it's not like it's i mean to be fair it's not like it's an unknown because i think they have a new project pretty much every year where sometimes it's like uh sometimes it's like a pretty basic one i think like part four or five were kind of like that pg-13 level of like yeah this is okay and like i i really enjoyed it um
3: I liked part had... four a lot
2: of Lupin. Part four. Is... Can you give a quick yeah, cool
3: premise for those who are not familiar with Lupin? Mm-hmm. How are you not familiar with Lupin the Third? Some
2: people.
3: Well, keep in mind, Lupin the Third has been around for quite a while, and we do have a lot of new anime watchers as well.
0: It's the great. He's the greatest thief, and he's. Uh... <laughs> How do I? He is the greatest thief is, in this universe. He is the greatest thief in this universe. He is the the uh, grandson of our Arsène Lupin who was like some minor bit villain in like a Sherlock Holmes novel. Um and he he goes around stealing precious treasure and women's hearts and also getting rejected. <laughs> That's by a women. good way to be honest. It's really it, funny. Uh, he he is he is such Lupin, is such a
2: I don't want to just say, "Oh, he's such a character," but it's iconic is... because, like, all the characters tend to either be like were really cool for the time, and then also they tend to be reused in other shows without you realizing it. Because yeah. you have uh, like, his partner is the gunslinging uh, G You have. Samurai Ishikawa Goemon. Um, you, you have, have the Fujiko, femme fatale. A classic femme fatale. You have uh, the, Zanigata, the 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 inspector who's trying to catch them yeah, in the yes, process, yes. and it's <laughs> like he's the best character. Like, like sometimes the premise changes like season to season too. It's like um, there's always some sort of like it takes place betrayal. in a
0: different location sometimes. So there's been like Italy. There's been France. There's been um, fictional countries. There's been all sorts of other like themes to it. I think it's hard to describe Lupin, uh, mostly because, at least for me, I use Lupin as like the baseline reference. So if I'm talking about something else, I will refer it to Lupin like, oh, he's, he's, you know, he's like Jigen or he's like Goemon or he's like, you know, this character is like Fujiko or like, because you, you assume, I guess, maybe this is bold on my part. I assume everybody knows what I'm talking about. So like Lupin is the shared cultural (laughs) touchstone.
2: Like if James Bond became an anime, like as far as premises and characters and action sequences go, um, it's really iconic in a lot of ways. And Except James Bond is also secretly a clown. I mean, like, there's sometimes so much much he more, is. There's depending so depending on the actor, like I mean, I know we're so used to like the Daniel Craig, like no fun allowed James Bond, but like some of the old James Bond movies are pretty hokey. That's um, true. Some of the Sean Connery and Roger Moore ones are have some really dumb sequences
0: which are really cool to look at but then objectively they're like that's the dumbest thing i've ever seen dumb but
2: very very tongue-in-cheek like this is dumb and silly and so that's the other thing like the genre shifts like depending on the series because you had one that was like focused on mini fujiko that um oh who directed it i know her name uh shoot uh she did uh michiko and hatchin yeah a woman called Uh, fujiko uh, yamamoto thank you yes yeah me that one is incredible, focused on uh, Mani Fujiko. Uh, probably the darkest one in the whole series. It's um, the grittiest, had, for sure. You also have like the incredibly gritty ones. The, the studios that were doing like part five, they had a couple shorts with. Um, it was like Jigen Daisuke's uh, Gravestone. Which oh was, yeah, the movies. That one, the movie, the short films were so good. Or the one where it was like Goemon's Blood Frenzy or whatever they called it. Yeah, like oh, Blood my God. Frenzy and, and Jigen's Grave. Those were the two. Those moves are so good. Um, So I'm really excited for this one. Like literally just. Yeah. The only other comparison I can give you is like um, for historical context, Cowboy Bebop was like incredibly inspired by Mm. Lupin that they were just like, let's make Cowboy Bebop. But like have have, uh, Lupin be depressed. (laughs) add Lupin in space. Sad Lupon in space. Seems Honestly, like now that of... I think
0: about it, depending on what era of lupon it is, I can see the color scheme matching up pretty well with Spike and Lupin. Like blue and a little bit of yellows and uh, and like that whole that whole color scheme. Yeah, I'm
2: I'm incredibly excited for this one. Like I'll yeah. I'll literally watch anything that TMS Entertainment gives me for
3: this. Funny yep. thing too, we talk about high dive. High Dive is streaming this series, which is really funny because I think past seasons have not been on high dive. I don't think they have. I
2: think Crunchyroll had them.
3: Yeah. So this seems to be high dive exclusive. I do not see Crunchyroll streaming part six. So I'm really curious to see how that's going to work out. The
2: only other thing is that just because it's part six, that doesn't necessarily mean you need to watch part one through five in Mm. order. Because like Mm -hmm. the original series started in the 70s, um, and even part two was around that time period too as, as kind of years go on so it actually is kind of intended for you could just jump into it you can just jump into it my alone. first i think
0: my first lupon okay.
2: series was part four my first was being fujiko and like that was a really crazy way to start the more i think about it yeah <laughs> i mean there's, wow. a, there's always like a new character
0: introduced at the beginning of each part so you'll get the exposition you need because this new person this new intro person to the series needs to get brought up to speed on who everybody is
3: Absolutely, glad you're excited for that series because again, it's that it's it's that one series that, in terms of the broader season of anime, that kind of just lumps it up with other long term series. So oftentimes, it does get left gets behind. Of the noise. And funny enough, it actually did for us because I did not know it was coming out wow. in fall <laughs> because the announcement only came out two weeks ago in terms of the oh. date so we i don't think it was in the chart actually because i remember making a chart not seeing it and only until recently going back to our reference sites like a mal live chart that it's now there so um i think it definitely just slipped the radar for a lot of people until recently when it was announced that um i believe there's a theatrical release announced uh that's come out in north america it's funny enough we i got the email from tms but it ended up in spam no! for some reason oh, no. <laughs> so i'm i'm sad so that's when i that's realized nice that smart. wait a minute isn't this happening right loop on the third theatrical engagement um which is apparently they're doing some kind of uh theatrical fun thing um engagement in celebration yeah i'm
0: hoping a theater ne- theater near <laughs> me will be participating
3: hopefully yeah i didn't realize this was happening until i got this email. I'm like, wait. TMS send us to be sooner. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, you know what?
0: You know what, actually, uh, part six will make me excited for. Every, I think, every part since like part three or something has done a slightly different variation, instrumentation and arrangement wise, of the loop on the third theme. Uh, so, for example, in part five when they went to France, they really leaned into that whole accordion, uh, accordion <laughs> sound. So, I'm looking forward to yeah. what they're going to
3: do for part six. It'll be very fun. Ambe, if you're in the United States uh, and are just have nothing to do, and you want to go to theaters, the theatrical engagement will start October 22nd. And apparently this will be an early access to the English dub. So you want, And also, Ooh. they'll be doing um some episodes of it. So I'm really curious how that's going to work.
0: Is the 22nd a Thursday or a Friday?
3: I have no idea. I have uh, to double check. The says it's a Friday... But yeah, that's that's the bulk of oh, the shows I have that's happening. One more. I hope um, you don't mind. We... Um, <laughs> oh, you have one more?
0: Uh, fine. <laughs> Check's watch. I am pretty actually. <laughs> it short. So, one
1: of the ones that I have on my list is called The Night Beyond the Tricornered Window. I know a lot of people have already written it off because it is a yaoi anime and usually people associate yaoi stories with a lot of gay porn sex and not a lot of actual plot. And I've, the reason why I'm excited for this is because I have actually seen a multitude of like professional reviewers, like people who genuinely, who professionally read light novel series and critique them and write reviews have actually praised the light novel series that this anime is based on. And they said that because it's actually not like a love story centric story. It's actually a a murder mystery sort of thing where the main character can see ghosts and like spirits and so and they have to figure out you know who like how these spirits died and like track down the crime and so because of that um the all the light novel series critics I've read have said that the mysteries are extremely well written and literally leaves them hanging on the edge of their seats because they genuinely don't know who did it and why and it's really scary at certain points And a lot of them have also said that they almost feel like putting a a yaoi genre tag on this is kind of a disservice to it because it's so much not the focus of the actual plot. And seeing all these praise from people who read light novel series and professionally reviews them. I'm just really excited about that fact because I think, hey, just throwing in a gay couple in a very psychological thriller-focused story, like, that's amazing. That's great. So I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: that's funny you say that, too, because I'm looking at some of the critic reviews, Rebecca Silverman, and I even highlight how the mystery and the horror is such a huge strength that there's not a whole lot of focus on the romance and yep. BL mm-hmm. side as well, too. What sold me is the list, the staff list. Evan calls working on the soundtrack, and he did a masterful job with Violet Evergarden's soundtrack. So <laughs> I am
2: sold.
3: <laughs> right, wow. I, I just love the music. I'm yeah. Right, who knows? Yeah.
2: Maybe
0: maybe I'll just listen to the soundtrack. I don't know. I'm just like, ah, oh, so many good shows. And, uh, uh, that's
3: the thing. There's just ah, oh, we can't fit them all because we we restrict ourselves to an hour since we don't want to bore everyone. But there's a lot of shows happening this season. And we definitely have... I'm sure we're going to miss some Dark Horse this season. Because there's just so much that's happening.
0: Yeah, who knows? Maybe somebody on staff will watch it. I remember like, you know, the staff that started watching Odd Taxi right at the very beginning managed to rile everybody else into watching it. So we Absolutely. Get to that.
3: We may find that. Uh, and we shall see. But yeah, it's a very exciting season. I'm very excited to see how the polls will perform. Because the anticipated poll did was well received by a lot of fans and i know a lot of people were very curious to see how the performance was um but yeah it's gonna be really fun and tough for us because we're gonna be like wow why did this anime become number one well yeah we'll see. it's gonna be hard to cover everything <laughs> it's gonna be but hard but entertaining we'll
0: try our best we will do our best and with that i'm going to bring the uh podcast to a close so thank you everybody for listening to our kind of rambly soapboxy excited like this is probably as unfiltered as it gets for this podcast and i know there's no filter to begin with but it's very much just it's the it's the um neuron activation monkey meme picture just like ah show (laughs) um anyway but thank you so much for listening to the podcast we hope we didn't bore you Uh, Please remember to follow us uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. So Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. And give us a review if you feel so kind. Uh, It can be a good one. It can be a bad one. We take constructive criticism. I promise that I don't cry that much when I read it. Uh, But it really does help us um, so that we can improve the podcast for you. Uh, Our editor is Bruno. So thank you so much, Bruno. And uh, you can also find us on Twitter. uh, I think it's at AntitrendsPod. I post the episode links up there when they're ready and sometimes try to be witty about it. And that's also a great place to interact with me and uh, because I run the run the Twitter there. And so if you have anything that you think we should talk about, if you have any comments, uh, reply to those tweets and I will definitely see them because that podcast that that podcast twitter doesn't get a whole lot of interaction so anytime that little notification bell lights (laughs) up i'm like
3: "Ooh, thing
0: so (laughs) just like what social
3: media does in general
0: yeah i'm (laughs) i'm hopelessly addicted so all right well thank you so much everybody and we'll see you next time bye bye
2: bye thank you